What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Bobby Mason Audio Experience. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me, personally. Also, a big shout-out to Educating Entrepreneurs. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, this podcast is created for all of you because, you know what, the world of entrepreneurship is seriously viewed as this glitzy, heroic career with all these guaranteed pathways to riches and success when, just to be completely honest, you don't just snap your finger and bang, have the mansion, have the travels, have all the pretty ladies. That's just not how it works. So in the Bobby Mason audio experience, we actually have real entrepreneurs on the show. I'm personally a serial entrepreneur after starting 15 companies. And essentially this entire show is just about entrepreneurship and sharing our entrepreneurial stories, our life lessons, our success methods, and lastly, really being honest about our royal F-ups. So thank you so much for listening. You guys can find this podcast anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You know, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good things. So without further ado, let's get to the show. Thank you so much again, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, so yesterday I talked to you about Three Timbers and how we started it in eighth grade. Today, I also want to talk about Three Timbers and I want to talk about how our partnerships epically bombed. Now, I mentioned that the first company we made, or when we started Three Timbers, I should say, I started with my best friend, Joey T. And he's totally fine with me talking about this because we're all good buds now. Joey T and I, we started the thing off and we were doing great, but we had a really good friend, Brady Reesgraff, that we also thought had an amazing work ethic and would make a good founder. So we quickly added him to the founder team a year later or two years later. And the three of us started building an actual company where we started to actually incorporate, had to start paying taxes, had to get employees, had to actually have structures in place to run the business right. And when we started doing that, things started to get messy. So we were into year four or year five. And at that point, we weren't really on the same page as founders. And it was our fault because we had never communicated about where we wanted to bring the company, where we wanted to go. We never communicated about our milestones. We never communicated about each of our own responsibilities. Therefore, in year four, I, in the summer times, I think this was the freshman year of college, maybe, maybe, yeah, I think it was freshman year of college. We, um, you know, we actually sat there and I wanted to work 14 to 16 hours a day to build something in the summertime. Joey wanted to work eight-ish to 10 hours a day because he was also working on accounting stuff. And Brady wanted to work the same 14 to 16 hours. And instead of having us actually communicate about what each of us were thinking, we actually just kept everything bottled up inside until we eventually blew up. And I remember by the middle of that summer, I was so frustrated at Joey, and it was so visibly obvious and Joey was so frustrated at me, and it was so visibly obvious that employees could tell that we were pissed at each other for months 
and it boiled over into like the whole we got to a point where we took a job up north and we took a break and went golfing and Joey and I just had a blow up on the course where I wanted him not to be on my cart because I was a child he wanted to just drive me insane so he was trying to rattle me and so I just whipped him off the cart on a huge <laughs> turn and I think that was like that was the kicker and that's when Brady and I started talking and really you know honestly as founders Brady and I were probably just talking behind Joey's back all the time and that was not okay and as an adult now I realize how easy that situation would have been to solve but instead we talked behind his back and I still remember we were still living with our parents at that time and we called Joey over to my parents' house. We all gathered in the the driveway. And we just looked at Joey and said, you got to go. Like, we don't see eye to eye. You just got to go. That was mean. That was bad. We just pushed him out of a company he built. And he left, right? Joey, in that situation... He didn't do much wrong because we just didn't communicate. It was all our faults. And that one, I still feel bad about it. And we didn't talk. We were, we were brothers. And we didn't talk for a solid year after that. I still don't talk to his family. And luckily, luckily, Joey and I got over it. And we're best friends and brothers. And we're probably closer than we ever been. But that was just an experience within... I don't know, just that whole founding partnership that went horribly wrong. And when you think about how that could have changed, I mean, today, it'd be so easy because going into any partnership in this situation, you should have an operating agreement, right? So all three of us should have sat down. We should have known exactly what our roles were. So we had measurables to figure out if we were actually getting the work done necessary to fulfill our roles. We should have had milestones within the company. So all of us thought the same way about which direction the company was going. So then we wouldn't be frustrated when some of us were pulling in in one direction and others were pulling in in the other. We should have definitely done the whole open communication. That's something we sucked at as kids. And you can think about it when you were in high school how if you had a problem with something, you usually held it in or you dressed it horribly wrong because you're just dumb. That was us, right? So we had problems and instead of addressing it, we just let it build into something that was stupid and pointless and emotional. There was no logic behind it. So, you know, as soon as Joey and I, because I think the main conflict was Joey and I, because I was kind of the instigator on everything. Um, I think the main conflict was we just didn't see eye to eye on how much time we should put in during the summer. And, you know, Joey was really good at numbers. If we would have kept Joey on the team, we would have we done even better than we did. And we should have sat there and we should have talked. We should have gone on a co-founder date. We should have gone and actually sat down and talked about where we were in our lives. 
but instead we would get so bogged down in work that we would never talk about our own personal relationships. We never talked about what we wanted. We never actually talked about the things that could keep our founding group alive. Therefore, going back at it, like looking at it now, all I can say is, Joey T, I'm sorry, man. You know, like it's one of my my biggest regrets that I didn't take time for us to actually figure it out. Because I think I got so bottled up in the idea that we all had equal shares in the company that me doing more work than you pissed me off to a point where I just blew up. And there were simple methods. If you wanted to focus on accounting and I wanted to focus on growing the business, we could have split up the equity a little differently. <laughs> it's such an easy thing looking back at it. We shouldn't have had equal equity splits in the first place because how are you supposed to make decisions with three people with the same amount of equity wanting different things? It's amazing, guys. When you get further and further into an entrepreneurial journey, you just start to go, holy shiz, that's so simplistic. But when you do it the first time, you have no idea what you're doing. You have no clue. I mean, I even tell people now, due to our Three Timbers experience, if you come to me with another founder and you say, we have equal equity splits, I just look at you and go, right, that's going to work said no one who actually has experience. You know, most investors actually look at startups and founders that have equal equity splits and go, mm, see you later. You're way too inexperienced. And you know, even over the last two weeks, I'd say I've had two groups come in. Group number one was a couple of developers and they said, here's the deal. Like we have equal equity split. I was like, wow, that's a mistake. And he's like, no, no, no. We're like brothers. We're totally fine. That's just we're super honest. We're super good about that stuff. And I was like, as I said, that's a mistake. That won't work. Five days later, one guy had to go part-time. The other guy was full-time. And the full-timer talks to me and says, here's the deal. I'm full-time now and I don't have a lot of motivation because my other guy's part-time and I'm still doing, and I'm doing way more work for the same amount of equity. Boom. Problem. The second individual group, you know, they said, Hey, we're, we're 50, 50. We have 50, 50 equity splits and it's fine because one of the guys did a lot more work at the beginning and now I'm doing a lot more work at the backside. How does that work? What if you blow up on the back end when you're doing all the work, you make it a $2 million company when the guy at the beginning worked on it for three years and only made a $100,000 company? Does the guy at the beginning deserve to have $2 million when he didn't do anything to work on the company that became $2 million? He might, but trust me, when you're in the situation and you're the one doing all the work and you're the one making it work and succeed, you're going to have a lot of doubts. You know, I have a lot more to say about founders for sure. And I'll actually touch on that again tomorrow because believe it or not, I didn't learn anything from my experience with Joey T at Three Timbers. So we blew up the company again with Brady Reesgraff. And that's what I'll touch on tomorrow. So like always, guys, do me a huge favor. 
like this podcast, subscribe, uh, leave a review, tell a friend. Hey, if you tell a friend and you shoot me a message, I'll gift you something. I don't know what that will be yet, but just trust me. If you shoot me a message, shoot me an email at bobbyhmason at gmail and say who you recommended or who you told to listen to the show. And um, I'll send something your way. I just don't know what it is yet. So, okay, guys, have a wonderful, wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.